Well, good morning and welcome to another Encouragement Diary, and I'm sitting in the Orchid Room. Now, you may say, Libby, an Orchid Room? What kind of Orchid Room is that? Well, I simply gather orchids that are going cheap in sales because they're dying off, because apparently they can live for 50 years and reflower. So I'm waiting for them all to flower in the Orchid Room. But talking of exotic lifestyles like orchids, <laughs> I want to welcome Seth Gardner. Seth, hello, good morning. <laughs> Hello and good morning, oh savour of exotic flowers. I want to come speak to you. So this is great. We've known each other for years and it's been it's going to be such a fun conversation this morning because we've done all sorts of travelling. You're a filmmaker, you're a you've got I love the name of your company, Red Snapper, because I always imagine like this thing coming along chomp chomp chomping. But Seth, how are you? <laughs> Libby, I'm absolutely fantastic, thank you. <clears throat> In spite of this incredibly crazy pandemic year that we've been having, somehow life has gone on, and I hope you're the same. Yeah, it's, it's been really good, actually. Well, it's been really good. <laughs> Everything's slowing down, quieting, hearing the birds. But there's two things about you I absolutely love, Seth. I mean, I love lots of things about you, but one of the things I love is <laughs> I've never seen you not smiling or laughing now. You've, I've seen you out in the Arctic Circle with almost frostbite frozen like a and you're lying there with a smile on my face. How do you do it? <laughs> well, he, yes, no alcohol has been involved in the making of this film. I promise. Oh, <laughs> so good to laugh. High adrenaline content a few times. I yes, know, what an amazing a conversation yeah, with the yes. seeker. Exactly. We have had some uh, amazing adventures together and it's been just an absolute pleasure to be able to work with you and use my skills as <laughs> a filmmaker and a writer to help. You know, what really impresses me, Libby, and what I think is amazing about you is that uh, you've got such a huge heart for helping and, and bringing people on and to be able to work with uh, you know young people and young adults and help develop them and bring them through using the skills that we share has been awesome. But who would have known that <laughs> one day we'd have stood up got off a plane together and minus 50 degrees centigrade <laughs> after landing on a sheet of white ice and thinking, there's no airport here after flying what seemed like three million years. That <laughs> was an incredible experience. Do, do, you, do you remember that we turned up like wearing like six layers, salopettes, thermal this, thermal that? They took one look at us and said, You'd be dead in 30 seconds if you don't get better clothes. <laughs> That's right. I'd never been skiing in my life. And of course, you don't ski there. But it's just, you know, thousands of miles of flatness. And we got off, and I thought, I think I borrowed some salopettes or got them from Little Cheap or something. Other shops, you know, are available. And we walked. You know, you don't know what minus 50 is like until it goes straight through you and says hello to your insides. <laughs> And even even my boots, it was a case of looking at them going, you know, no, mate, that's not going to cut it. <laughs> You're going to need something no. a bit thicker. And they, yeah. did you, oh. do you remember those boots they produced were about an inch thick? Or... <laughs> and it, oh, Lord. Anyway, oh, it was amazing. Uh... Seth, Seth <laughs> you've won, I mean, you've been a BAFTA award winning. You won, was it for an advert or something you won a BAFTA award? Well, no, I was in a, I w I was in a, a short film many years ago when I started out, which won a BAFTA, and you know I've, I've won awards and you know things like for the Power Awards and stuff later. But uh, yeah, so you can't beat me up any more than that. But uh, it's, uh, <laughs> oh well, there we I mean, we're doing I, our best there. There's always time. There's always time. <laughs> but I tell you what, I was going to ask you because we've had adventures mm, in sure. South Africa and you know about filming mm. and and in in, mm. in the Arctic Circle, but. What's the, what's the wildest adventure you've had? 
with all your, all your in your film career or your working well, you career. Know, Well, I, you know, I, I, I've got to say that <laughs> working with you has probably brought on some of the wildest adventures <laughs> I've actually had. You know, not normally one would expect to have fairly large crews and support networks and you know all this kind of thing, and then you know when we go out, when we go out, it's like here's here's us, here's minus sixty degrees, and here's a camera. Hang on to it and <laughs> try not to die. <laughs> That was probably, but I think. I was thinking about this this morning before our call, and it's just brilliant. I love, I love this podcast. It's just so fabulous to be a part of it. Um, but I was thinking that one of the, for me, I think one of the most, um, you, you know, kind of life-changing events occurred there. I don't know if you remember, but uh, young Stephanie Falls, a wonderful actress who uh, oh, yeah. I've worked with for many years and who came out with us. And um, we had this uh, feast with the elders. And so the challenge was to, create a new story one which helped do you remember bring the elders and the young people together because yes. the elders unfortunately were the ones who've been mm. suffering because of white man's poisons and all the geopolitical you know so decisions have been made and um uh -huh. and i can remember suddenly i think you probably turned to me and said okay right come up with something fabulous for tomorrow night at the feast <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and it was like i remember small green cabins which uh you know were so dry inside because of the uh, there's no moisture in a frozen tundra yeah. i didn't know that when you made a cup of tea the electric you know electricity would arc across the room yeah. and bite you on the nose <laughs> and um and i can remember sitting sitting there i thought you know um i thought well i'm gonna have to come up with a good one here and you know for me as a storyteller as you know and you know writing all these courses with you and things and the skills that it brought to it for me it's a lot of the i think we all live in narratives we all live in stories and we all hold them in our heads and we we find roles within them and we personal roles and collective roles and you know i think when we were working with young people we help them to reimagine to be the hero in their own journey it is you know way before marvel ever came to the screens And to get them to reimagine their roles and their connections, and I think for for myself, what it's taught me is that within you, when taking my skills as a filmmaker and a and a writer and an author and a and a filmmaker, is it is to make help people make sense of their narratives, to make sense of their stories, and then from that position to be able to allow them to change and become healthy. But I remember sitting in that green cabin, which was a hotel. I don't know if you remember getting knocked out from where we thought we might I... die because the lock had frozen <laughs> <laughs> on the way back. I think from set, said feet. I'll be dead. But, um, <laughs> yes, that's right. We looked at each other and went, oh, we could die here. Um, and uh, down and, you know, uh, you know, I'm a meditator. So I sat down and went, I, I'm just on my own here. And I think I dived into my spiritual self and you know called on god to go okay give me something amazing here and i don't mind using that kind of language um uh but um and then sitting and waiting and there's, there's this awesome silence because the tundra is so yeah. quiet at night time and there is there's nothing and i was terrified so there's smiling libby off you go jump in front of these amazing elders who've just done the shamanic drumming and all this and come up with <laughs> And, and I remember sitting there and just, you know, and this is one of the things I mean about making sense of your narrative, your stories and reconnecting with your higher self or or if you have a, have a spirituality, the divine sense. And and thankfully it showed up and uh, and I can remember sort of having this download in, it, in a, one moment, this download of this story about 
telling it from a child's point of view to the elders, a, but a kind of a, a mythical narrative where she went out onto the ice and the ice was changing. I do remember this, and it was it was cracking. Yes. The elders didn't understand. The elders didn't understand the new ice flows and how the because of global warming and everything was changing. And we linked that metaphor for what was happening culturally with the elders That's and true. you know uh, becoming often the uh, sadly the abusers. And um, but you know just going deeper and deeper and having this and then writing it down and then breathlessly falling asleep and waking up what seemed like a minute later. <laughs> and I don't know if you remember this and you talk about what's the wildest and wackiest things. And as a filmmaker, usually I'm protected by crews and I've got actors and actresses and then young Stephanie actor was saying, well, I don't know it. You've just downloaded it. You've got to tell it. So, <laughs> so I don't remember. We went into this, into this lodge and we have a beautiful elders in there, sunburst, um, uh, coats with all the different furs that stop the, oh, the yeah. breath freezing around you. They they came in and their beautiful weathered faces and there was Arctic yeah. chard and all these things laid out and the, uh, the support staff were there and then and then and then it was like well it's storytelling time and so <laughs> and so and, then, and, then, and there's this little to me something else I learned as well which was um, I said I'm gonna need and I'm gonna need a translator and she said I'm not a trans I'm not a translator. I'm an interpreter. And I kind of went, gulp. <laughs> um, yes. And then I got told the difference between <laughs> a translator and interpreter. An interpreter who will get the meaning of what you say, then choose the correct word so that the meaning comes across. So I, that's something I've learned and taken on my long ah. journey as, as a writer ever since. And now I work internationally. It's helped me a lot. But anyway, I don't even remember. <laughs> there was this there was this kind of like free-for-all. Does everyone let and said, off you go then, tell the story. <laughs> and, was, and this is kind of, to me, it seemed like there's a cacophony of people going around and small children and the elders sitting and eating. And so I just stood up and we, and I had Stephanie moving around this hall and she had, was doing like kind of like interpretive dance and hitting gongs and things to try and bring the story alive. Um, oh, yes. And, uh, you know, I, I think in my head it was working. And, um, and so I told this story and I, you know, as it does, probably all actors know this. The energy flows through you, and you, and it, and it comes out. I really believed in in this story, and I, and I told it, and I told the story, and uh, and then it came to the end, and I kind of sat down, breathless, and all trembling from all the adrenaline that been going through me, and obviously the frostbite, uh -huh. and and then, and then I looked, and I just sense of utter despair. I looked around, and I thought, well, that didn't work. That was a waste of time. Yeah. And this is. Oh dear. And I looked at Stephanie, who just gave me one of those sort of like conspiratorial winks. Don't worry, darling. You know, everyone crashes and burns sometime. And then, because, uh, you know, I'm not often on stage, which is very good for the audience. And this lovely interpreter came up. She came up to me with a huge smile on her face. And she'd done the rounds with all the elders because she had uh -huh. been walking behind us speaking out and that's quite a clicky language none of it it's quite a you know it isn't, isn't, it? isn't it isn't it yeah and then she turned and she said and she big beautiful as i said and i, I looked at her and I said oh well there we go and she said they absolutely loved it oh, and i wow, went really and then it was this moment and then i realized i brought my cold with me still and I thought that when one spoke and delivered a narrative or a story everyone sat in rapture wrapped silence and there was these, uh, you know <laughs> hanging on your every word but it wasn't their way the story no. was told and they would sit and they would eat and they would you know come 
noise they're commenting to each other and you know and dissecting it and so what had happened yeah. at the end of this was this the story had landed and had taken place and I hope in some small way it helped to build a bridge, as we'd always hoped, between the young yeah. people who yeah. were the first generation in the new kind of like white man's culture, albeit in the Arctic wasteland, and the you know, and their elders who had had some sometimes tenuous link with the land. Hey, let me one of those yet another moments when working with you was just like facing, <laughs> facing sheer creative terror and then and then having probably one of the most life-changing experiences I've ever had um you know it, it, you know in you know thousands and thousands of miles away from anywhere so um you know <laughs> it's, it's, it's so good i was looking back at the photographs and some of the videos from working there and what what an experience all around and there's more to tell from that but the, we're, we're going to wrap up just now because of, for this encouragement drive i just want to say i it's it's we'll have to we'll have to pick up on south africa we're just, seth we're going to have several yes. more podcasts i can see this because it's just so good to hear you laugh <laughs> and also i'm off to get your book this the Sea Whisperer. I can't wait to read that as well. Too is that available well, the, on the Amazon? The yes, it's available now. I'm a Sea Whisperer. Yes, it's a children's book, and it's kind of a magical Harry Potter to help to um, looking after the oceans. It's that's its purpose. Yeah. Oh, great! Because I've got three grandchildren who are wildly environmentally uh -huh. interested. So that'll be fantastic. Seth, thank you so much for joining us today. You are definitely coming back again because we've got to, if nothing else, <laughs> we're going to have more laughter, which is brilliant. Lots of love to you, and we shall speak again soon. But take care and God bless. Thanks, Seth. Lots it's of love. A, Bye. It's been an honour. Bye. Thanks, Seth. Bye. <laughs>